Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spandex makes me horny. What's going on, everybody? We are back again. It is time. Rubal's Drag Race Season 7 of All Stars. This show is so Welcome back to my version of the Pit Stop, where I will be doing with random different peoples about the drags and the eleganzas, and in this case, the balls. Joining me on this recap, I've got BJ. What's up, BJ? What's up? I'm actually watching a season of RuPaul's Drag Race again. It's been since Sharon Needles, I think, was on the show. You don't say that name. She's been canceled. We don't want our show to cancel as well. Um, <laughs> especially because Brian's not here. Normally, he's the one that gets canceled on the show. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it it was weird because like I I did not expect you to say, "Hey, I'll I'll hop on a recap because." Usually when we talk Drag Race, you are not involved. And as you said, if it's been since season four, it's been about a decade since you watched uh, a, a season of Drag Race. So when I when I came up with the idea of bringing back the recaps for the season, it was very much a spur of the moment thing. And that's when it was just like, okay, cool, we're going to do this. And that's one of the good things about being the producer and the one that puts out the episodes is that when you sometimes <laughs> just decide to do random shit, you can because you're the one that's gonna put it I'm up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I want to do, and or or no, what was what's that? There's that TikTok that's going out around right now, and it's like this little bee, and people, it's like a little tiny version of your face, and people have been putting a sound clip from Austin Powers, and it just it's it's Doctor Evil going, and the best part is no one can stop me. <laughs> 
I mean, pretty, that's the energy I'm getting. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that, that seems accurate. That seems accurate. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, I put in our group chat that, oh, by the way, we're doing recaps again. <laughs> because <laughs> Oral was the one that was doing them with me originally when we started doing this back in season seven. God, it was seven years ago. Shit. Oh, oh my God. I feel so old. <laughs> um, and then Eric was doing them from time to time with me. Like, And then the seasons have been fine. None of them I felt deserved or necessitated. I won't even say deserved. Because these queens are out there, they're spending the money, they're doing the work. I, I'm I will never I will never say anything about that. But it didn't feel like it necessitated talking about it every single week. Well, and and actually now that I think about it, I actually the last season I watched all the way through was um oh my god, it was All Stars. And it was the one with um, Katya. I think it was Katya and Trixie were on it. Oh, uh, well, Katya, Ginger, All-Stars 2, which was a really good season. Yes, which is a really good season of All-Stars. So, I mean, that's that's still at this point, that was right after season eight. So that was six years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been the, a while. Be- the before times. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we're doing these again. Um, yeah. So when you said, "Hey, you know, I'll hop on a recap," I was like, "Sure, like get in. Let's get a new voice in here. Let's chat a little bit of Drag Race." So we discussed episodes one and two. They did a double episode drop to premiere on uh, the twentieth, and we got not only the songwriting lyrics choreography challenge of legends in episode one but we got the snatch game and um (laughs) is this my camera do we have time for one more there was a veteran who was on your show (laughs) done 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 dead it was i it's what i've loved so far about the season is that like even even when somebody's like bad at something, it's everything still comes out on a different level to me. Like, uh, honestly, I, I really like, cause when somebody has a bad day on the regular show, it's a bad fucking day. Like, like that's some shit you're done. You're out. And I think I like I like the idea they can't get kicked off. But definitely, uh, everybody's everybody's bad day on this one so far hasn't been like disrupting to the level that you would expect it to be. <laughs> oh man, Rue, I'm a sexy man. <laughs> Literally was doing that with one of the guys at the bar last night. We were just, we just, we will just yell random snatch game quotes at each other now, and I fucking love it. Like we'll just stop and be like, "Is this my camera?" It, yeah, it's it's so it's so good. And like this season definitely, and I'm sure it had to do with getting the queens to agree to come back and not be shown in a negative light. So they've edited a- yes. around so much, they've downplayed so much, like they've used bits and pieces. Like Evie's Rico Nasty was barely visible during the first half of Snatch Game. One hundred percent. You know, Jada and I Jada as Prince was shown in such like a a, a stupidly funny light or lady chablis (laughs) i maybe just wasn't as elevated as as the rest of them so she didn't get much time like they really have downplayed it 
Whereas like season 14, that Snatch Game, I don't know if you caught anything from that one. This That was the season that just finished airing. There was only like one mm-hmm. passable performance of that entire thing. And it just made everything look so ridiculous in comparison because it was just such a bad Snatch Game. And then we get this one where they downplay the lows and even the middles are good. And then the the highs are the highs, like overall just phenomenal. Yeah. But that was last week. And now we are back <laughs> in the workroom and it is time for the realness of fortune ball. So <laughs> we have four winners, three legendary, 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 legendary stars. And <gasps> somebody, oh, that name. It's so, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I I can see I can see RuPaul and Michelle Visage three in the morning, like high off whatever will keep them awake, like snacks spread all over a table, writing this writing this season, and like they're just like we have oh we forgot to name the fucking pins and just like legendary legend stars, it's perfect, we're done. Put it put it in the can, it's done. And I'm just like it's the most ridiculous looking pin but i will still say this i want one and i can't wait till next year's dragon when they will be for for sale i am sure and i either want to be there to purchase one or i need somebody who's going to dragon to buy one for me and mail it to me because i want one i want a legendary legend star (laughs) so the queens are back in the workroom we get a silly little mini challenge where uh, it's a before and after Wheel of Fortune style puzzle. And I'm sure if you've seen the episode, you know what this is. But before and after is taking two different words that share the a common joining word. So like in the example they gave, what's the T and t- uh, T-shirt? I was going to say tea party. <laughs> <laughs> what, the what's the T-shirt? And uh, Jinx guesses... Vanna White Party as the puzzle. Although, we just got to take a moment and just... I fucking love Monet. But when she was like, can I buy a vowel? Can I get a Z? I swear to Christ. <laughs> All of them. Who is it? Was it um, uh, Jada? J- Jada, I, like, from that moment through the entire episode, she was just so confused. Just, just confused and and a little bit scared, and I'm just like this child. Somebody hug this child. She's lost. She's she doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, man, Rue, I'm a sexy man. <laughs> oh my god, I can't, I can't. But <laughs> we find out that this week we're doing the ball. The ball is returned. They need to turn three looks, first being Vanna White Realness, second being Before and After, and then the third being the Realness of Fortune, Eleganza, Extravaganza, Legendy, 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 Legends. (laughs) (laughs) So, in order to determine... Because because this mini this mini challenge hasn't hasn't stopped yet. It's continuing on. In order to determine who gets what color, and these are colors all based off of 
locations. And mind you, this I was so confused for a moment because at the beginning of the episode, there is a um there is a a kind of like a warning. It's very it was very sherry pie, like just so you know, yeah. we found out some stuff about Sherry Pie afterwards and she's been disqualified. It was giving me very season thirteen? Twelve. Twelve. Season twelve. Give me it was giving me very season twelve. God, so many things have happened. <laughs> that was back that was back when the panorama was was kicking off. That that was twenty years ago in the before times. Girl, the sad the fact the sad fact I, that that's like not even too not even two and a half years ago at this point. It me. feels like twenty. For real. Feels like twenty years ago. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But but no. So that I actually funny when that popped up, I actually was really it struck a chord with me because I realized this is the bonus, like the hidden bonus on streaming your show. When because you you they aren't literally dropping the episodes the the next day after they record them. Yeah, they not have like a set time when they're releasing the episodes. Yeah, <laughs> not like us here. Not not like us scrambling to be like, is it out yet? Shit. Um, why is it why is it Thursday <laughs> we're recording this and it goes out at three a.m. on Friday? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So with with streaming shows, they have that ability to instead of not airing the episode. They can literally be like, "Oh, we can put a disclaimer up," and like that's something that that happened on Disney that Disney Plus used a lot when they're like, "Let's go ahead and post Song of the South, but let's put a little disclaimer on this thing just 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 to be just to be above board." And <laughs> I, slightly outdated like references in Song of the South. <laughs> exactly. So this, like them putting up, like for for some people watching out of the country. I mean that could be triggering yeah. for some people who are who have family and whatnot involved in that. So I really I appreciated that, but it was really interesting for me to look at that and be like, "Oh, that getting ahead." Like somebody somebody on Rue's team was like, "Hey, just so you know, well, it's happened- this wasn't a thing when you recorded." Yeah. So and it's happened a couple of times. This is actually the second time in the past couple of months that they've had to do it. Um, and obviously season 12 had it in front of every episode because Sherry Pie was in all but one episode of, uh, through to in their, their filmed ones before all of this stuff came out about Sherry Pie. Um, Mm. she just wasn't, she was in, she was in episode one. She wasn't in two or no, she wasn't in one. She was in two and then everything through until, um, they filmed the reunion and the finale because by that point she had been disqualified and wasn't a part of the show, but they were able to go in and as best they could edit the show down. So that way it wasn't, she wasn't as featured because apparently she was like a major focus of the edit originally. They were able to do that. And then Spain drag race España had their snatch game episode. I, I I think I have this correct. And one of the the celebrities that was impersonated passed away after the season had filmed. So there was a a a, a screen that came up saying that there was a representation of this person who had recently passed away. Oh, you know, like and and it was this whole this whole thing, and it was able to be able to do exactly what you were saying, kind of give that warning and and let you know, hey, this is coming. 
the way that this one was worded for this episode of All-Star 7 was a little weird because it was like, you know, for a main challenge, I'm thinking that there were some jokes about it or whatever. I didn't realize that Red Square was just was on this wheel as one of the color palettes. And that was the reference to it. So this one was a little bit softer, like there wasn't as much to it. But I still understand, you know, where where it's coming from being that, like you said, yeah, this isn't just a, a US based show anymore. This is a show that's viewed in countries all around the world. So Yep. So yeah, so they have a wheel with the eight different locations and colors on it, as well as some cash slots on the wheel as well. <laughs> I love the fact they put one up that was just like, what was it, 69 cents? I was like, yes. Motherfuckers. It was 69 cents and, th- and there was a $69 oh, was also. It? They must have yeah. changed them out because I know there was a, a $500 one and a $1,000 one. And I remember seeing the 69 cent one go by and I was like, maybe when, maybe that was when, uh, oh no, because I know they had some bankrupt spots as they were, uh, as they were being pulled off the, the wheel. But it was, it was yeah. interesting. And I love the fact that there was like, if you hit the bankrupt, not only did you lose uh, any money that you might have won, Evie, uh, but you had to go back to the back of the line and you didn't get to spin. <laughs> this was the most drawn was... out way to pick colors ever. That was some bullshit, too. I was like, this is some absolute. I was like, I was like, oh, Evie, look at all that money. And then it's like, oh, Evie, it's gone. And then who was it? It was like, who? who is it? It was a Vivian. That got money right the yeah. <laughs> that got, <laughs> I was like, oh no. It's, I was like, is this homophobic? It's almost Pride Month. Like, <laughs> oh God, that was, I was in tears laughing. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely funny. But I mean, listen, it's about time that somebody from Drag Race UK won a couple of dollars from this show. <laughs> oh, those poor girls. Those poor, poor girls. <laughs> so, let's see. Uh, I'm going to try to do my best to go through the uh, locations and colors. So, this is, if I'm not mistaken, we'll be doing this in alphabetical order. So, Jada Essence Hall. Got the Black Sand Beach in Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, Hawaii. Hawaii. Jinx got the Lavender Fields of Provence, France. Monet Exchange got the Green Emerald Isle, Ireland. Raja got the Golden Pagoda in Myanmar. Sheikulay got the White Cliffs of Dover, England. The Vivian got the Great Blue Hole, <laughs> Great Blue Hole of Belize. <laughs> Trinity got the Red Square of Moscow, which was what we had a reference before. And then Evie got the Pink City of Jaipur, India. I hope I said that right. If I didn't, I apologize. So, what were your what were your thoughts? What were your takes on the? The workroom, the the building of the gowns, the apparent camaraderie, the shasty shenanigans of trying to build a not so secret alliance anymore. What were your thoughts on, oh on the workroom? God, oh my! So I, these queens, I swear. So first, the building of the gowns, poor Jinx. Um, 
I, you know what's funny is I didn't honestly I couldn't remember who couldn't sew because mm. I know there's a handful that couldn't. I know our Adore Delano couldn't. No, and she needed she needed help from Bianca. Um, and I completely forgot that Jinx didn't know how. But now at the same time, I'm like, bitch, handle your brand. <laughs> like you you've you've won enough money and booked enough venues to to take an online sewing class. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> so. I, I, I didn't feel as bad for Jinx as I would have, like, it literally in any other season. If I hadn't seen her live on stage a couple times, like, like, listen, like, I get that you, you, you can hire people for that now. Like, I get that, but on the off chance you think you might accept another competition show that could or could not have a sewing competent sewing section, and it's been a hot minute. Like, since I've watched Drag Race, it's been a while since I've seen a sewing challenge. So granted it was, but at the same time, I'm like, listen, you, you, you can, you can hire people for that, but you can also hire an instructor for that as well. Um, I mean, so, it's a, it's a, it's a staple of every single season. So yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, so, <laughs> um, it's and the then blue that I... keeps this competition together. <laughs> there we go. And then, um, and everybody else, like, uh, there was no drama or any issue with that for everybody else. Um, but when, I, I love Vivian and Monet. I love them so much. But when I tell you, I'm like, why bitches? Wait, Trinity like, I get and Monet. It. Oh, is it Trinity? It's yeah, Trinity and yeah. Monet. Tr- uh, Trinity and Monet. I was like, I, like, cause they, there was, a, it's a, it's a great idea. Like, however, if you're going and, but the only way to execute that idea 100% is to have four people. So I get their logic, but at the same time, I, I knew from a mile, I knew like blind nuns in Austria knew that Jinx was going to be like, Oh no, that feels a little bit risque. I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, why would you ask Jinx? I'm like, <laughs> well, they had to. She stumbled into it. So it's true. If you're gonna, if you're gonna try to, and this is the thing. So if you're gonna have an alliance, <laughs> you've got to kind of keep it a secret. And then when Jinx stumbled into it in the first episode, and then called that shit out in Untucked, you still like, honestly, like yes. at that point, what are you gonna fucking do? <laughs> right. And I'm just, and it's so funny because she, um, um. <laughs> Uh, and them talking about it did you did you ever see what is it um they did the bbc did a, a merlin series a long time ago they released it in america like a couple years after it finished their uh morgana they did like an origin story for like all of the round table and morgana was like a regular character up until she turned evil but when I tell you she turned evil in one season and every other scene with her has her looking backwards, doing an evil smile, and it got her fucking caught, I'm like, this is this. This is the energy it's giving me right here. Like, y'all, I was like, when they talked about it in the first episode, I was like, cool. All right. Oh, no no more mention. No real mention of it in the second episode, the tiny bit. But then for episode three, they're just like, I'm like, y'all just need to just tell everybody at this point what are y'all what are y'all doing and i was i, mean, I found it's funny point, but at like the same five time out I was of eight like, people know about this alliance <laughs> yeah so and now it's, it's over joined. at this point nobody else has joined the alliance no 
No, the the moment Jinx was like, no, I was like, then you stop. You stop right now. Cause like Jinx isn't doesn't seem like the she's never been kind of like the drama queen. Like she'll offhandedly mention it and make jokes, but she's not gonna be like, hey everybody, guess what? But Shay? Shay's gonna be like the moment one of them gets two stars, Shay's gonna be like, we need to shut them down right now. Like I mean, for real. <laughs> but I will I will tell you this. So, you know why this is even happening? Is because of fucking lockdown. And for as many times yeah. as I've mentioned it, so you know that I, I burned through 40 seasons of Survivor in like a month and a half, right? <laughs> you know who else was binge watching Survivor? Mona Exchange. Monet started watching Survivor during lockdown. She wasn't going through them nearly as quickly as I was because she has more life and commitments and shows like you have online stuff that she was doing, I'm sure. Um, but she was watching Survivor because she was tweeting. She was like live tweeting her her binge through it. So that Survivor-ness came into All-Stars. And that's where this whole alliance thing came in. That's where all this is. Like, it's just... Yeah, it, it, it's all that. But but the thing is, when you watch Survivor, they're not all sitting there going, hey, like they don't they don't have all of this craziness. You know, like it's not all this. Not everybody knows about the Alliance because that defeats the purpose of the Alliance. Yep. Yep. So I was like, at, by, by by the end of the workroom uh, sections, I was pretty much just like, well, that's dead in the water or should be. I don't think that they quite understand how dead in the water it is, but they're about to. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, I, I get it. I, I get that you'd want to have three or four people, but at the same time, like, build up to it for a little bit. Like, yeah. the two of you, if, if you know, Monet was in the top two, Trinity, spoiler alert, was in the top two for two episodes in a row, even just having those two there and at that level you can help keep the other one safe. Like you don't necessarily yeah. need to have it be half the workroom involved in this alliance. It would be yeah. great because you really lessen oh, yeah. your chance, your chances. But at the same time, like, you know, and I, and I feel like Rue was watching from the shadows, just cackling away. Like, like you, you can tell this was set up one or two ways and I feel like if they had gotten four people involved, I feel like Rue definitely would have been like, by the way, they all have they all have they all have a uh they all have a secret. Bye, like running out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like now it's now that it's pretty much dead in the water, like RuPaul doesn't have to do anything. But I like if she wanted to stir that shit pot in the middle of the season, there was that option too. So yeah, so it's like I said, it's it's it wasn't the the initial thought was not dumb. Like, yeah. especially if you can't be eliminated, like kicked off completely, and you still have a shot throughout the entire season, which is also something I love. Yes. Um, then then it, it's definitely a smart way to play, but I think they definitely should have waited till like episode four before they were like, maybe we should involve some more people. No, no, you you need to have people. Like, especially when you get to the middle and some people don't have stars or some people have a lot of stars. So, you know, that person's guaranteed. You're going to be a little bit more desperate to, like, try and tip the scales in your favor. But they, this was too soon. 
know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I feel a lot of the same way. Like, I the secret alliance should be secret. They could have kept it to themselves. Enemy Jinx stumbled into it. So uh, the other, <laughs> the the best thing that I saw on Twitter shortly after the episode aired was a still image of Jinx's face after they were like, do you want to join our alliance? And she just had this look of like, and it was just that screenshot. And, and the Twitter caption was something about like, Jinx having Rolaska talks flashbacks in all star seven. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. <laughs> um, oh, they need to, I was going to say they need, what they needed to do is they needed to play all of the confessions where they like dragged her that season and then play the, um, what was the, um, the kill bill, like <laughs> siren when she sees somebody that wronged her. Like they, yeah. cause they did that. Somebody did that for, Katya and a um and um Alaska when Alaska kept calling her Adore Delano. <laughs> and she was like, I need to be here. What can I do to to stay in this competition? And she's like, party. <laughs> oh. oh my god. I'm still that is still my favorite moment of being in a bar and watching drag race. I was in I was in New York City at Rock Bar during All Stars 2. Um that episode that must have been that must have been either around DragCon or New York Comic Con because we were we were in the city yeah. and I we I, I forget what it was maybe I think we were maybe we were doing our live play on show that night and we were kind of hanging out but not really watching the show but I had dipped in and I was in there and when Katya just goes party the entire fucking bar went off. It was so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Anywho. But yeah, I, I, it was, I, I, I don't have the biggest affection for Trinity, but I did think it was, was really nice of her to uh, help Jinx and get her yeah. to a point where she wore a dress <laughs> It was it was held together with glue and a prayer. Uh, <laughs> but some of the some of the the best looks have come out and been uh, hot glued. I mean, Benda Lacreme, her first episode, episode one of oh, season yeah. six, when it was a Golden Girls slash Michelle Visage, <laughs> like that was all hot glued together, and it looked stunning. So it can happen. Yeah, and 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 we'll get to what the looks were like in a minute. But I I, I thought that it it, it was serviceable. It, it, yeah, that and and honestly, that's the other good thing about not having people like eliminated, eliminated. That you can have more camaraderie mm -hmm. in in this show, and and it just it gave me kind of a feel good moment because, in all honesty, when I think of when I think of uh, reality television and competition television, like people people are willing to be like picking up the phone, nobody's on the phone, and be like, oh my god, your grandma just died. And then, like, they rush to the phone, they kick him down the stairs, and then they're like, I got the trophy. So, to have to have a season where all of the girls can, can like, be helpful and not really, and be secure, because they've won a competition, they've won a competition on this same show before, so not only are they, they're, almost encouraged to help each other 
but they're encouraged to kind of, you know, like the cattiest thing ha- so far has been the Alliance. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to call it a failure. So it's, it's one of those things where when you we have see that people episodes. on a we'll certain see. level, we'll see how, I mean, we'll see we'll how see. it works. <laughs> but usually by episode three, they're like ready though. Somebody's ready to kick somebody down the stairs. Yeah. So, no, I mean, you're, I'm like, you're right on that because yeah, you can you can you can take chances. You can go out on a limb, knowing that if it doesn't work, it's not going to get you eliminated. You can help somebody else out, even if they are your big competition, because it doesn't matter that if they if they failed, they're not going home. So why not be a little bit more, you know, be friendlier with? And these girls have been around, aside from. Aside from Jada, who, you know, won her, her crown on a, a Zoom call. Um, mm-hmm. But aside from her, pretty much all of the girls have known each other for a little bit at this point. They've worked together. Evie is the most recent um, pre-Pandemic Lovato winner. <laughs> and she was 2018? I think 2018 yeah. or 2019, because uh, we had the Evie, Evie, we had Evie in Brooklyn Heights for New Year's Eve 2019 into 2020 at Parliament House because I worked with them. That was my last New Year's Eve um, there, and we had Evie in, in Brooklyn, which was awesome. I think that was so. It might have been 2019. Oh, wait, no, hold on. 2022 is 14. 2021 is 13. 2020 oh yeah 2019 then yeah okay that makes sense um but she at least still had some time touring when the season started because the season the season started in probably early 2019 and then yeah i mean they had white parties they had all of these things they had a year a solid year of touring so a lot of the girls get to know each other so they have these connections outside of the show whether or not they like Trinity and Monet won All Stars four, but they had season nine and season ten, which is their original season to tour and to get out there and to do things and to meet the other girls and, and develop bonds. Jada doesn't have those bonds, and that's I mean she broke down a little bit about not feeling like she was good enough to be back for an All Winners edition. So it's a little yeah. bit different. Viv is the same way, you know. UK one came out in twenty nineteen. So she didn't have a lot of time, you know, so yeah. it, it, those are the queens that, that suffer a little bit more from it. But otherwise, like these are girls that know each other. These are girls that toured with each other. These are girls that have gone and done shows mm-hmm. and traveled the world together. So it's nice to see them have those bonds where in a regular season where these are a lot of queens from all over the country that have never met before. Yeah, you don't have that same connection and you're in a competition. And you're going to try to kick them down the stairs after telling them that their grandmother died. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, <laughs> all right. So we, we go out of the workroom. It is time to hit the main stage. It is time for the ball. Oh, Miss Vanna. When they brought Vanna White out, I was like, that is, first off, Vanna's head looks a little too big for her body, which was a little off-putting. <laughs> but that bitch is still stunning. Like, right? I don't, I don't, I, I, I know Pat Sajak has some really heavy right 
leaning tendencies, so we don't we don't really talk about Pat Sajak on the show. <laughs> I hope I'm hoping that Vanna's inclusion with the show means that her leanings are not the same as Pat Sajak, and we can still you know talk nicely about Ms. Vanna up on the show. But that bitch looks stunning. She's in her 60s. She has to be in her 60s. And she just looks gorgeous. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So, first off, okay, before we even get to Vanna, Kirby. Kirby was on the judging panel, and I feel like they just kind of like... Vanna White's inclusion just overshadowed Kirby the entire time. Right? I felt a little I, sad about that. I was like, it wasn't until I think like the actual when they actually started judging, I was like, oh my god, I forgot she was there. It was it was weird, right? Like like you noticed it too. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that was weird. There there were not um there weren't there wasn't a lot of commentary. There weren't a lot of the jokes like there normally are in the the runways. Um and I mean I don't I don't know Kirby outside of from a lot outside of the good place. I know that that they've done a lot of other things that they are known for, but for me, like the good place is is my my reference point. And Oh yeah. I oh absolutely fucking adore Kirby. Uh, so I felt like it was a little bit of a criminal underuse on the judging panel, but yeah. but when they, I thought they were just going to use Vanna for the Vanna White realness category and have her just like announce everybody. When the queens came out and they got the Vanna White shock, every single time it was <laughs> fucking adorable. I love it. I loved that. That was wonderful that they didn't tell them. Like, I figure a part of me feels like they should have assumed, but at the same time, you can't really assume. So I, I loved it. And it made also made the fact that, uh, who was it? Um, one of their looks lined up with her so friggin' well. Um, not Jada's. Um, Jinx was wearing oh, it black. Was, it was Jinx. Yes, Jinx. Jinx was wearing the shimmery black gown. And honestly, if Jinx hadn't had that, um, the the little cowl thing with it, I think it would have been perfect. Yes, it. And there is a reference photo 
that I saw online that is uh, a very similar. I mean, aside from the black dress that Vanna was wearing on the show, uh, without the shawl, without the drapey, flowy cape, very yeah. much in line with this Vanna outfit. But which is funny because when they were like, it's you know, it's not what you think of when you think of Vanna, and Vanna standing there in a black dress, <laughs> and it's like, I mean, look at her right there. It's, but I get it. it. It didn't give me like, it's not the first thing that I think of when I think of Vanna. What made me laugh was it showed you that seven out of eight of the girls are Wheel of Fortune people because oh, yeah. Evie was the only one that had like no reaction to Vanna White <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, I, I I had mentioned I was like oh yeah she has no she has no feelings towards her whatsoever none at all um, Jada I think Jada and Raja I think were my two favorite like reactions to it Jinx was funny because of the cackle like Jinx Jinx did a Jinx cackle and it's always funny oh yeah but <laughs> the fact and the way that in the confessional the way that Jada talked about it is you know Vanna being the first white lady that they let in their house. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, bitch, I'm I done. I understand love, it though. I understand it though. Absolutely, like 100. percent And it's you know it's funny when I think about it. Yeah, I think she was like, <laughs> the uh, Wheel of Fortune was like one of those crutch shows we had in the house, and everybody knew every Vanna White was a household name growing up. Like everybody knew who she was, what she was about. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and her Vanna White look was fucking stunning. And then as she was walking by and going, ding, ding, I was like, Jada, I can't with you. Please stop impersonating people because it is too fucking funny. Um, and then I, Raja's fucking look was like, it teleported me back to the 80s. And that is like pure, pure, pure Raja reference point. Like it, it just, it was, it was stunning. Like I could not even. The, some, there were some other amazing looks. Evie's notwithstanding, because I don't understand what Evie's look was for Vanna White realness. Not even just it the was, hair, yeah, but I mean, that dress was a choice. It was it, it was a choice. It was it was one of those things where I understand Evie makes me, Evie makes me think of um oh my gosh she's the she's the uh, when somebody needs help with queer history she appears from the shadows. Um, to explain it to you, um, Sasha Valore. Sasha Valore. Um, she makes me think of like Sasha Valore because Sasha Valore is going to do what Sasha Valore does. Like if you try the sandbox, Sasha Valore, she'll 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 hang out in the sandbox, but she's going to do what she she does for her. And Evie's the same way. Just Evie is. I I want to say just slightly less focused. Because Evie's Evie's went all one hundred percent about doing it her way, and that's what. And I was gonna say I'm not upset about it. It's just sometimes it comes off as weird. <laughs> She's like, chaotic. Not in- She's chaotic good, where Sasha is yeah. like lawful good. Yes, 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 one hundred percent. That that right there. They're 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 both good. It's just one's on the chaos side and one's on the lawful good side. That's perfect. Yeah. That is absolutely perfect. Yeah, there's yeah. a refinement and a a focus in Sasha Valore's drag that is 
marching to her own drum, but it is so polished. Where mm-hmm. Evie's marching to her own drum and being, yeah, being just that off the wall, doing it her way. But there is a a just a a raw, unfinished, unpolished, but awesomeness to what she's doing. I just for Vanna White realness, I don't I don't get this at all. But <laughs> yeah, I was I saw it and I was like, well, that is definitely Evie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it was like, and then when she had no reaction to Vanna, I was like, either you know that, like, oh god, I just like presented this this look, this Vanna White look in front of Vanna White that has nothing to do with Vanna White, or she was like, who's this white lady talking? Paul <laughs> <laughs> not talking? Why is there a white lady standing there staring at me? And she was like <laughs> off to the side on like a little pedestal. It was it was weird, but um so and then I mean, yeah, Monet's slit up to her her coochie was was hysterical. I and I will say this, the Vivian her Vanna White realness, it was Vanna-ish, but it was just so Plain? I almost you know it you know what it made me think of it made me think of dynasty all of I her looks made that. me think of dynasty yeah they all they all it 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 all they all made me feel like like cuz i was going to say she was probably only exposed to vanna white like in the 80s so all of her looks are very 80s somewhat 80s inspired which i'm okay with around that time frame because, which is good it just yeah. Yeah, it, like I said, you're, you, there's just something about it that's just not quite right. It's just, it's just plain. It's pretty, yeah. But that peach color doesn't. It, it gets faded out very, very quickly, and in some of the light, it almost makes it look silver. And I think I'd almost like it better if it was just a silver dress, because that kind of peach velour doesn't read well. If it was a shinier silver color, yeah, maybe that'd be kind of cute. But all right, enough of the Vanna White realness. Let's move on to before and after. So <laughs> I'm going to run through what these before and afters are, and then we'll we'll dish a little bit about what we thought. So Jinx did whatever happened to baby Jane Fonda. <laughs> Shay did the gold tooth fairy. <laughs> Monet Exchange did... Bob the Drag Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> the second. Jada did um, la- Bag Lady in Red, which I thought she was going to... I mean, it, it to give me a little Erica Badu, but as soon as I heard Bag Lady, the first thing I thought about was, was Erica Badu. Uh, Evie did... <laughs> Evie did Cardi B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Viv did um Princess Diana Ross and then Raja did Olivia Newton John Waters and Trinity did RuPaul Charles the <laughs> Second. Most of these were amazing. What what did yeah, you think honest- about before and after? 
the the so that second category everybody brought almost everybody brought their a game honestly number one for me as far as concept and honestly look the um the cardi b arthur was like so fucking good like i the wig and then the transformation out of it like Cardi B. Arthur, I I did a spit take. I'm not even going to lie. I spit all over my coffee table because I just, as soon as it said Cardi B, as, I, I didn't know what to expect. And she said B. Arthur. I was like, absolutely the fuck not. And then when she, the walk and everything, I think that was my number one in the, in the second category. And then I was super sad about Raja's because Raja's, I, like that's the one I wanted to like. That's the one I absolutely was like, oh my god, um, uh, Olivia Newton John Waters. But then uh, uh, the judges take on it. One hundred percent was my same one. I was like, I don't see John Waters. Yeah. Like, had she so, had but, she done her makeup and done like the the ball cap with just a little bit of hair? Like if her head yes. was John Waters from the neck yes. down, she was bad Sandy. Would have been fucking everything. That would have that would have put her in the top, no matter what. Right there, that would have absolutely won because you could tell Michelle wanted to love. uh, They Michelle. Everybody wanted to love that one. I mean, Rue and Michelle have worked with John Waters. Like, you can't tell me they wouldn't have immediately eaten that shit up Uh, because, especially with Roger's other looks, like she would have been top no matter what. If that she would have been, she would have been. Yes, absolutely. But then, like the gold tooth fairy, uh, whatever happened to ba- <laughs> baby Jane Fonda, like the bag lady in red, like all of the rest of them were all all great. I I loved Trinity's um, <laughs> um, RuPaul Charles the Second, um, but I do feel one hundred percent that like I don't think anybody there's enough of a history buff to really get that other than maybe <laughs> the Vivian. So I was like I was a little sad that that one missed with them. The look was fantastic, but I was really sad that, that nobody else like got that joke as well. When, um, when they were throwing out other things, and this is I'm trying to remember if it was show or on online, but like if if she had done like RuPaul, uh, RuPaul Charles Nelson Riley. RuPaul Charles Manson. <laughs> like there are so many like ridiculous ones. Oh my god. Yeah. That that would have that would have hit be- that would have resonated better. So that one that one was like uh, like you missed your audience. But like I said, still gorgeous. Yeah. Like that was the thing. It's still absolutely gorgeous. People at least knew enough about history to be like that's a historical figure, a, a big old gay historical figure. But like yeah, like I said, but Honestly, I gotta I gotta give that one to Evie because that was that was great. That that was like peak Evie. You know what's funny is that I mean I'm not a big Cardi B fan. Um mm. I was about to say something and, and be in the and be so completely wrong. <laughs> um because I, I was about to say a fandom and I was like, no, that is that is a whole different person's fandom. Um but when Evie came out, I totally got B. Arthur. I didn't immediately recognize Cardi B. It, like, I, I just don't know Cardi B well enough. But I thought it was great in concept. And for fucking real, 
I got I totally got B. Arthur when she walked out. That wig, the demeanor, all of it, like it was great. Yep. Um, the- Bob the Bob the drag queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It was a I I think I think maybe even Bob or Katya said it was a little light on the Queen Elizabeth uh, on the pit stop. But at the same time, I t- I got the reference. I I got it. I thought it was cute. And for 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 the fact of them always comparing Bob and Monet, like I thought it was just hysterical that Monet did Bob on the show. Like that was just that was great. There has been a little bit of tea. I'm going to turn into Bussy Queen here for a second. Um, Shay tweeted <laughs> out that this was not her original choice. Of what to do for before and after. But her oh. original choice was blocked by production for copyright. And they told her that she couldn't do it. Her uh, her original before and after was supposed to be Janet Jackson Pollock. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. And the thing is, like, I mean, and so this is the thing, and I know that I know that people tend to jump on production and being like it's rigged, it's blah blah blah, whatever. And they told her she couldn't do it because of copyright. And I think either she or somebody else like was like, oh, but you know, whatever happened to Baby Jane Fonda, Cardi B, Arthur, blah blah, like all these other like pointing out the other references. The problem is they're not copyrighted. Paintings hmm. are, and it's the copyright is oh. through the artist's or the artist's estate. So Jackson Pollock paintings technically are copyrighted. The movie, because I looked this up after I, I looked at the t- uh, did the tweet. This is why we're that why they're able to do, uh, and most of the characters that were done are people, not their characters. So like it's not Barbarella, it's Jane Fonda. So whatever happened to baby Jane actually is not copyrighted. It's in the public domain. So she is able to use it as a, uh, without a copyright, but it's the same thing with snatch game. That's why you can't do Shanene. You have to be Martin Lawrence because Martin Lawrence isn't copyrighted. Shanene as part of the characters from the show. Martin is copyrighted. So when you go through the list of these before and after, Whatever happened to Baby Jane is not copyrighted. It's in the public domain. Same with Jane Fonda. Um, Bob the Drag Queen, Queen Elizabeth. uh, Cardi B and B. Arthur. Diana Ross and Princess Di. John Waters and Olivia Newton-John. She wasn't Bad Sandy. She was Olivia Newton-John. RuPaul Charles, Charles II. You know, like these... So it, it, it seems and it feels like it's a little bit screwy. But you have to be cognizant of what is copyrighted material and what is not. So yeah. the Twitterverse has gotten a little bit of an uproar. But, you know, there, yeah. there are reasons behind these things. And they're very cognizant of not wanting to pay for copyrighted material if they don't <laughs> have to. <laughs> yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought... Uh, Jinx's whatever happened to Baby Jane Fonda was great. Bob the Drag Queen, uh, Bob the Drag Queen Elizabeth. Uh, I did not, I did not really get the Princess Diana Ross. 
it just it it felt like she was one of the um i i've never watched greece and i was supposed to watch it this weekend um because my boss told me that i needed to but it um what are the the <laughs> olivia newton john's friends what are their what is that little group of girls called in greece whatever the little white girls that dance around <laughs> olivia newton john in the movie uh you know stalker channing and the rest of them is she, she looks like an extra from greece in her Princess Diana Ross. It wasn't giving me Diana Ross, and it definitely wasn't giving me Princess Di. Um, is it cute? <laughs> yes. Did she look great? Yes. I did not get get any of that. All right. Yeah. Final category. Realness of fortune. What were your what were your thoughts on the outfits that the girls made? So um so Jinx's was a dress. Um, it turned out way better than I expected. I, it, it honestly, uh, if I feel like if she had, at le- like I said, if she had just the bare bones basic of using a sewing machine properly, I feel like hers would have come out a lot, a lot less flowy and a lot sexier and a lot better. Um, because we know she's creative, so hers came out a lot better than I expected. Um, Shay's was was a wedding dress. I it's a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and every everybody else, I want to say Raja uh, Raja's was uh, honestly Raja's was fantastic. Um, Trinity's was fantastic. Everybody else just kind of felt like uh, I was gonna say Evie's Evie's was good. Um, honestly, I think Jada out of everybody kind of hit the mark on all three. I think Jada's definitely my top one for the third, for the third category. Um, I liked, I liked, um, uh, Monet. Um, it definitely is her style. I didn't like, uh, I didn't like Trinity's as much as I thought I would. Cause they, I, when they showed it, I was like, I was like, oh, holy shit, that's like, she's going to be like, like, she's going to need Twine and Crisco to get into that thing, and she's going to be, she's not going to be able to move, and sure enough, she was barely able to move. Um, I just, I don't know why, I just didn't like it as much as I, uh, as her other two looks. Um, But no, I was say, Jada hit all three, um, and Raja definitely, I felt like this was 100% her category. Um, but yeah, I, I think everybody else to me just felt like it's pretty dress. Yeah. Yeah. Raja was, Raja was stunning. Jada. I liked, I really liked the outfit. I hate those shoulder things. (laughs) With a fucking passion. Partially, (laughs) partially because she did it already in the political challenge of season 12, a red, white, and blue outfit had, um, there were stars like shooting stars in a very similar silhouette coming off her shoulders. And I hated them there too with a passion. I don't like Mm -hmm. them. They look, they look cheap. They look costumey and the outfits fucking stunning. And it just feels like it feels like you're throwing something cartoony onto elegant. And it just, it just didn't work for me. The rest of the outfit, stunning. And I mean, she even talked about putting different 
um, textures, the chains, the different material, all of these pieces, because black can fade on a runway in lights, it it washes out and it looks all one uh... one tone or one texture. So she did all of these different textures to show up on the runway, which is a designer's eye that is huge. The shoulders were the only thing that I did not like. Monet, I love the pants. The top was a little mm-hmm. less, but for somebody who said that the last thing that they created was the sponge dress, this is a fucking <laughs> this, this, is, this is two toots up and a half. Like those leg cutouts, <laughs> the way it fit, beautiful. Um, the wedding dress was fine. The head wrap was a, a nice touch, but she did it on All Stars Five, which wasn't that long ago. You know, yeah. and she even talked about how like she did it on All Stars Five and didn't want to revisit that well, and she still did look good, but <laughs> it just wasn't you know. Um, the pink look from Evie was a look. Viv, I swear to Christ, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send this picture over. Um, Bianca Del Rio in episode twelve of her season. That is the is exactly what this Evie look, uh, this Viv look gave me. Because when she walked out, I was like, "It's Bianca Del Rio," and it it just had a very similar silhouette. It was the the off the the shoulder um, boat neck, even to the thing in her hair. It just screamed Bianca Del Rio in season six. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a cute dress, but it, it just didn't it didn't feel like it had anything more. Trinity. Um, I liked the outfit and I hate that I'm even saying nice things about Trinity. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the face mask. I think that was a little too much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But for her to make that outfit and as as quickly as she did, that's some that's some fucking credit right there. Yeah, the highlighting of how like of of Trinity not knowing things, like in the RuPaul Charles the second, she's like he was a dandy, whatever that means, and I'm like it means he was a faggot, like <laughs> like that's what it means. Like, it's like dandy is like the old English term for a homosexual. And then when she yeah. was talking about the riding crop and she was like, and like didn't know the word for that. And then the producer was not giving her any help. And she was like, <laughs> we're not going to make y'all look bad, but we will make you look a little stupid. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I, I felt I felt like this episode, everybody felt like looked a little bit dumb, a lot dumber than normal. I mean, yeah, th- this was definitely an episode where they were like, can tease the girls a little bit about their intellect. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the top two all stars of the week, if she had just fucking done the old makeup and a ball cap, would have been Raja. Uh, we get Trinity, who finally gets a star, a legendary legend star, because she was not blocked this week, and Jada Essence Hall. Do you agree with the top two? I do. I actually, I actually, um, I I felt like maybe they could have swapped Trinity out for somebody. I you know what? If Raja had hit it, it would have been her. Yeah. If Raja had hit that second one, if she had, if she had been a little bit less dedicated to glamour and a little bit more to weird, yep. 
I feel like she definitely would have have bumped uh, Trinity. Oh, for sure. Um, but absolutely, I I definitely wanted Jada to. Be, I I was happy Jada was there. Jada Jada being there made me super happy. And honestly, if if Raja had just like I said, like we know exactly what she needed to do. I felt like she, if it wasn't going to be Raja, then it would have probably have been. See, and that's and that's just it. This kind of, like I said, with this competition, it's so high level. Yeah. Um, because honestly, if um, if Jinx, if that third look, if that had just been a little bit more polished and a little bit, if she hadn't spent so much time freaking out, I feel like she would have wound up there or Shay. So her Shay or um, Raja, I feel like would have easily bumped Trinity. Yeah, I think Raja um, was the the next in line. And it was just that yes. damn, just that damn Olivia Newton John Waters look. But yes, it, it, the two of them, Jada and Trinity, uh, shake it out to was it Green Light? Was that the Beyonce song that we did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Green Light. So <laughs> they did Green Light. What did you, did did? How did you think this lip sync went? Weird, <laughs> like really weird like i like everybody like maybe maybe it was just the way it was edited but like everybody was acting like like it was everybody in the show was acting like it was friggin um uh shut up and drive which to me will be the definitive forever best um best uh lip sync ever but every and i was like it was good and it was definitely entertaining but like i was just like it was like last week's last week's was really weird to me because that was a weird song to me to have so maybe they're just they're doing they're doing all the weird still songs you ever old mcdonald to was the rumor has it (laughs) yes to green light mcdonald rumor has it green light and rumor has it's the only one that i'm like Okay, and then yeah, it, like Listen, I said, that was Old McDonald weird. for me. When I saw that pop up on the screen, I was like, Old McDonald. <laughs> the fuck! I was, I was but like Jinx though. doing Old McDonald. I was like, that's the Jinx and Evie are like the only two I think that would have like absolutely could turn out that version of of that song. Yeah. Like, but like I said, it was it was weird. It was entertaining, and um, I. I liked it. I like I said. I'm I'm very. I, but here's my thing: is if they don't bring it for this, I can't believe I'm about to say this fucking title, the Lala Perusa lip sync lip sync for your for your legacy extravaganza. If they don't bring like some really stellar songs, I'm gonna be mad because I feel like they're just bringing us some like deep cuts yeah. for the. For the uh, for the lip sync for your legacies, so, so like, here's like, a B side need... for you. Enjoy. <laughs> I mean, rumor has it was McDonald's. one of Adele's biggest songs, but yes, but yeah, like Greenlight definitely feels like more of a, a deep Beyonce track. The old McDonald, like that, like mm, yeah, the the Lala Perusa lip sync SmackDown Extravaganza contest competition uh, needs to definitely have some some good like rock and tracks to it for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I was, I was so worried when Trinity like pulled out that star at the beginning. And she's like, "Give it to me!" Like, and they were just like cracking up. 
I was like, dear God, do not give Trinity this win. Do not give Trinity this win. And then Jada, when she started with the the ponytail whip, and I think I I didn't, I got to go back and like take a look. I feel like something fell off. Like she had a Heidi in closet moment <laughs> where like the, the reveal <laughs> happened too quickly. Like it, like something happened. But then when she started going to like, I was like, oh, oh, this bitch is just doing this right. And she was just using her hair and she was using her body in the stage. And I was like, if they give this to Trinity, I will be so mad. Yes. Yes. I was. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. If she, I would have been mad if she if she had won it. But they didn't. They gave it to Jada. Jada is now $10,000 <laughs> hairs richer and had the power to give the platinum plunger, which is definitely gold. Um, I love that every like podcast, every like I watch the pit stop, I listen to Race Chaser, and every single time, and then even like, and then here we all like literally just like the platinum plunger, which is definitely gold. It's uh, it is paraded up and down the stage, and Jada makes a very strategic move and blocks Jenks mm-hmm. from winning a star next week. Which is a comedy challenge, which it harkens back to Jersey Justice from All Stars Four, except now we're going to have Fairy Tale Justice with uh, Fairy Tale characters wow. and Michelle Visage <laughs> as the judge. So this will be an interesting episode. So before we sign off yeah. from this recap, who do you who are your top two from this season? Who do you think are the top two going all the way to the final lip sync SmackDown extravaganza Lollapalooza legendary legendary legend of legendies competition? Um, it's tough because honestly, this is I think this is one of my first season where I, where I kind of liked everybody, but I think I think I'm going to say Jada's going to definitely make it. Okay. And so Jada, Jada's the one I'm. I definitely want to make it. I want. I want. Oh, this is so tough. Because there's gonna be four, but top two. I gotta say Shay. I feel like. I feel like Shay has done so much more currently and has shown like she knows what the judges want. Mm-hmm. Um, at like she's 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 a bulldozer like her talent is honestly it's terrifying like if, honestly if i was competing i would be really nervous about shay oh, um yeah. so yeah so i so honestly jada and shay i feel like are definitely gonna be my two picks for top i mean uh miss congeniality is always gonna be jinx um because i just love her she's so fucking funny so i i feel like she's she doesn't get if she if 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 uh if there's if there's no more talks of a uh of a failing um <laughs> merger or whatever um i feel like she'll make it too but you definitely uh jada and shay are i feel like they're definitely gonna go the distance um uh, for me i am jinx all the way uh longtime friend actually my first season watching in real time was season five um i liked jinx but was team roxy at the time um mm. 
<laughs> I feel a little bit differently now, but um, but I'm definitely I'll, I'll always be Team Jinx. Uh, probably my longest running friendship from this show is is Jinx Monsoon. Um, I mean, we interviewed her. If you go way back in the feed, <laughs> so this is what 14. So oh god, almost nine years ago, um, we interviewed Jinx in the courtyard of the Parliament House at 11:30 at night on a Sunday. Like legit, just talk to. We interviewed Jinx in the courtyard Sunday night. And we interviewed Ben de la Creme at like four o'clock in the morning underneath the oh my God. underneath the sign right on OBT. Yeah, we, we've done some interesting interviews with these girls. And then I'm Shay. I, I I love Shay, but Monet is is still my girl. So Jinx and Monet are my my picks to go all the way. I I just think that they're phenomenal. So. Just another nine weeks to go till we get a queen of all queens <laughs> crowned. These are nine weeks that I'm not going to want to go by, but want to go by because I want to see these episodes. So, dear listeners, we'll be back next Thursday uh, before the drop of the next episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 7. Let us know. Write to us. Tweet us. Um, send messages who do you think uh the top two will be or give us your top four who do you i mean that's a bit easier because that's just half the cast um who do you think will be going all the way who do you think will take the crown chime in let us know and i'll be back next week with another co-host i I don't know who that'll be just yet but we will have a rotating (laughs) cast of characters coming through this uh this recap session but until next time check us out online flameonshow.com you can check out all of our social media, our Twitch channels, our YouTube channel, our Threadless shop is there. You can buy yourself some Flame On swag, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash Flame On show, where you can join at any one of the four levels that we have available. There's extra content. And if you join at the house level, the $10 level, you can also come on and be a guest host on our podcast. So your support helps us keep this show running. And with that being said, dear listeners, we'll see you next time. Peace. Ah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.